Hi everybody, my name is Claire and I'm a graphic designer located in Vancouver, British Columbia. And today I want to talk about how I suck at graphic design and how I hate my work and how I feel uninspired a lot of the time. And I have felt like this my entire design career, which has been almost five years. So it's been a long time, but recently, I'd say maybe in the past three or four months, I've started to overcome that. And once I started to overcome it, I started to talk about it because I was kind of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. So I was talking to some colleagues and mentors and people that have inspired my my work for many years. And I realized that they feel the same way too. And it was really shocking. I was shocked at how could somebody so great not like their work? Like, I just, I couldn't understand it. And then I realized that this is definitely not just a Claire problem, but it is an everybody problem. That's why I think it's really important that I do this episode because I want you to know if you feel like this, you're most definitely not the only one. And this is so, so normal. And just because you feel like this and just because you can overcome it, um, it doesn't mean that your work right now isn't good. Um, It's just kind of about changing your perspective on the situation and looking at it from different angles. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but if you think that you're going to enter this industry and be innovative and, you know, create things that have never been done before, um, that is just not going to happen. Um... You know, there are millions and millions of designers and content creators and creatives out there. Pretty much every idea has been done before. Um, At the end of the day, there's everything has been thought of. You know, humans, as unique as we are, we still also have the same kind of ideas and thought process to things. And especially when you're in school and you're being taught how to do something uh, the same way as 50 other students in the class, of course your, your brains are going to think in a similar pattern. Um, this year I'm developing my own app, um, kind of just for fun. Maybe it might turn into a business, we'll see. But um, this idea, which I thought was unique, most definitely is not. Once I started doing research to see if there was any competitors out there or if this idea has been done at all before... I realized it most definitely has. Um, I'm still going through with it because I definitely think there's a lot um, that adds to a successful idea. But in all honesty, that app idea built off another app's idea, which probably built off a different app's idea and so on. And it's honestly a really good thing. It's what makes the world go round. That's what's made technology grow at such a substantial speed. And we should be celebrating others' creativity and get inspired from it and build on it instead of beating ourselves up over it. Um, and I know it's really hard, but it, it can be done and you can get there. Um, so what really made me like solidify that this needs to be talked about was I was talking to my friend that I had gone to the Art Institute with and she was like the best in the class. Everybody looked up to her work 
like her rough drafts were better than a lot of people's final projects. She is so, so talented. She really is an excellent designer. Um, and she has some major freelance clients, honestly, clients that I would never even think I could get. And she got them fresh out of school. She is so talented. But after talking to her, she feels the same. And she told me that she's looked up to my work before and other people's work before. And it boggled my mind to hear this. It really, it like, it was just the weirdest thing to hear coming out of her mouth. I'm like, how could somebody so great be saying these things? So if we dive a little bit deeper, there's something called imposter syndrome. And what imposter syndrome is, is somebody who doubts their accomplishments or they fear being exposed as a fraud. Even though there's evidence that supports that they've worked hard, they've earned what they have achieved, um, but maybe they feel lucky that uh, they got a job title or graduated school or gotten to a program. Uh, generally, imposter syndrome happens to somebody who's in college or is starting a new job or they got a new title at work. And um, this can kind of stem from coming from a, a high achieving home or having parents that give you uh, extremely high standards to achieve or a home that gave you mixed messages, like praised you for some things and put you down for others. Um, this can even happen if you are a minority in a situation. So maybe you're the only male or female in your class or in your job. Uh, maybe you're the youngest, maybe you're the oldest. It can, you know, have to do with your nationality or your sexuality. Anything that kind of makes you a minority in a situation um, can really contribute to feeling like an imposter. Um, some of the symptoms might be fear or anxiety or depression. Um, maybe you feel lucky that you, you got to where you were. And, I mean, these symptoms are so broad and they can fall into so many other categories. You know, sometimes we just think we're depressed or sometimes we just think we're anxious. But it really could be imposter syndrome. Um, and if you think you have this, um, there's a couple things you can do to kind of prevent feeling like this um, or like to overcome it. Um, the first thing you need to do is you need to speak kindly to yourself. Make a habit to think positively about yourself. Um, even if it's something little like, wow, I really like the font I chose for this design work or I really like this little doodle I did. Um, or, wow, I did really well in this class. Or, this project turned out really good. Um, maybe you're not pleased with the whole project and you can break it down and say, this one element or this logo I did was really good for this whole project or what have you. But kind of learn to make a habit of speaking kindly to yourself. You know, we are our own worst critics. And to not speak highly of ourselves over time really does wear us down and can really be to our detriment. Um, 
So, you know, every day you could write down three to five things that you like about yourself. And it doesn't just have to be design related. It could be about you as a person. And they can be really, really small things. Um, They can be really, really big things. But I think it's really important to physically write it down where you can go back and reflect on it. I really like to date everything. Um, Anytime I do a doodle, a sketch, a project, even writing notes, I put a date in the top corner. And I like to look back and, you know, read those notes and reflect on them. Uh, So many of the times I even forget that I felt like that or that I liked that about myself. So it's a really good thing to kind of bring into your daily or even weekly routine. Um, Another really good thing you can do to overcome imposter syndrome is write down your daily accomplishments. You know, um, for me at work, I use um, a software called Trello. It's a um, task managing platform. And that is a visual thing I can look at to see what I did that day. And it's so satisfying moving the cards from my aim progress um, column to a completed column. And it's visually rewarding and you can see the tasks getting lighter and um, you can actually see that you are accomplishing things and you shouldn't feel like a fraud. Um, You know, also reflect on your entire journey. You know, for me making these podcasts, I really have realized how far I've come. I feel like I just finished school and I feel like I just even enrolled in school and from me enrolling to school to me now has been almost five years which seems kind of insane you know you always get asked in an interview or sometimes it's a school project um, you know where do you see yourself in five years and in all honesty I never really thought I'd be here and I'm very proud of myself and it's taken me a really long time to um appreciate that and value myself in that uh, manner. So, you know, look at your entire journey of where you are. So maybe you feel like you didn't deserve to get into the program that you did, or you went to a really good school and you don't feel like uh, maybe you got lucky that you got into that school or what have you. Look back on your previous schooling that got you there. They looked at your grades. They read your essays you know, you've worked hard. They accepted you for a reason. They don't just hand out acceptance letters to everybody. They literally don't. So, you know, you're not a fraud and like look back on yourself to remind yourself how hard you've actually worked to get to where you are and luck really did not play a role in this. You earned it. Um, Talking to people that support you are a major thing. So, you know, friends in class or colleagues, maybe you have a mentor you know, tell them how you feel and, you know, you can tell them what you're proud of or what you like about yourself or what you don't like about yourself. Um, This is just a really good thing to do is, you know, have people to support you when you kind of can't. Um, And then the final thing to fully overcome imposter syndrome is you should be seeing a professional like a therapist or a counselor they know all the tools and uh, techniques to overcome this i don't i'm not a professional therapist or counselor i'm not educated in that Um, so these are just small tricks that i know can help you with it 
But if over time you're feeling that this isn't getting better, I highly suggest going to see a counselor or somebody you could talk to for this. Um, So now that we've acknowledged this problem and we know that so many other people actually feel the same way that we do, uh, you're probably asking how can you overcome this and get past this and how can you actually be proud of your work? And the first thing you need to do is you need to design on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be a large project. It doesn't even have to be for a client. They can be really small things that are just for you. Um, You know, find a, a font you like and start playing with typography and just type your name out. Do a short little illustration. Do 30 minutes a day towards a big project. You know, it could be anything but sit down and be creative and design something on a regular basis especially if you are having anxiety when it comes to designing because you're so scared that your ideas are just not good enough Um, this is going to tackle that fear and it's going to tackle that anxiety and eventually those feelings will go away so I really think it's important to design on a regular basis If you're finding that you're really stuck and you just don't even know where to start, I like to scroll through Pinterest or um, Behance or Dribbble and I just like to see other people's work. And if I like something, um, I will mimic it. And, you know, that's really how you're going to get the designs and the momentum and these ideas going is by developing an idea. So mimic somebody's idea and go, oh, I think this will be better if I do it this way, or let me add this, or I changed this. And maybe you can compile a couple things that inspire you into one um, piece, you know, one design. And that's such a great way to kind of get the ball rolling. Um, Mimicking people's designs is actually not a bad thing at all as long as you're not posting it and claiming it as your own um, or selling it. You know, give credit where credit is due. But it is a really great way to get yourself out of this like funk that you're in or this fear that you may have when it comes to design. Um, So don't be afraid to go and do that. Um, Another big thing is you know, you're not going to be inspired if you don't like what you're designing. So if typography makes you the happiest person in the world, um, do that. Do only typography designs until you're getting comfortable in yourself again. Maybe you only like to do branding or maybe you thrive at illustrations. Do that on a regular basis until you're proud of those things and then start venturing out into other things that maybe you haven't tried or maybe that just don't make you the happiest. But you're bound to like what you do if it makes you happy. So, you know, you can incorporate other things that make you happy. Like if you have a kitty or a puppy that makes you happy, design uh, an illustration of them or you know, type their name out or something, involve other things that make you happy because that's going to make you really enjoy your work. You know, for instance, I love where I live. I live in Vancouver on the Pacific Northwest, so I like to design mountains and beaches and sunsets and adventure scenes, and you can do those in different styles. There's so much you can do, um, 
and just picking one thing that you like, you know, you don't have to get stuck and just do the same thing over and over again. And a really big thing that really helped me become proud of what I do is I started to post my work. Now, I wasn't very popular in high school and, you know, I kind of flew under the radar. No one really acknowledged me and you know, I felt like people thought I was kind of weird or different, and I, I really didn't feel like I fit into these these groups at school, and um, going into graphic design was a very different career path, you know, not everybody was doing it, so many people were becoming nurses and doctors and what have you, and I honestly didn't think they cared about my work, and I never shared it, and I think sharing your work is so important. Um, there's so many benefits to showing off your work. I used to have uh, a graphic design account that I, I p would post on, um, but, you know, it didn't have very many followers, and I just really didn't care that much. And then one day, I really, really liked one of the projects I did, and I posted it on my personal Instagram. And I got so many DMs and comments and... You know, so many people appreciated the work I did and it made me feel so good, you know. Maybe I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but then so many other people liked it. I saw it the way that they did. You know, they'd comment, I love this part of your project or this is so cool. I can't believe you thought of this. And it made me feel so good about myself. You know, it's human nature, you know. We, we love compliments. And honestly, that's why we have social media is to show people our lives and for them to say good things about it. And, you know, we want to feel good. So, you know, don't be scared to post your work. Um, other people's opinions and, and point of views can be so helpful in seeing your work in in a good way. Now lastly, I would like to talk about critiques. And I know this seems a little bit backwards that we're gonna talk about somebody picking apart your work and maybe pointing out the things that could be done better when we're trying to like our work, but this is a very crucial step in liking your work. And honestly, it's a crucial step to just becoming a better designer in general as well. Um, you're gonna have to learn to develop a thick skin. You know, it's really hard to be a graphic designer because you're going to put all your creativity and passion into a project. And if somebody doesn't like it, you, you really cannot get offended over it. Uh, you have to learn to separate your emotion from your work. And it's going to take some time, but you will get there. But just constantly remind yourself that it's not because you're a bad designer. I'm probably going to say this in every podcast, but... Design is about solving a problem, and there can be so many different solutions to that problem. So just because you came up with solution A doesn't mean that solution B is just as good, and maybe solution C is better than solution A and B, and you have to be open to that. You know, design is also about a per, uh, preference and taste and style. It, there's no right or wrong answer when it comes to design. You know, creativity doesn't have a right or wrong. So just because somebody, you know, says that they don't like your work doesn't mean it, it was a bad design. It just means that there could be a better solution and that's okay. For instance, this week I was doing an infographic at work. Um, the problem was I had to convey how an industry runs for people who don't 
work in that industry. So I had to make it quick and easy to read and, you know, kind of quickly show how this giant industry runs. So I was doing this infographic and I was putting in, you know, nice little illustrations and details to really make this come to life and give it some depth. And once I completed it, my boss told me he didn't really like the detail and he wanted it taken out. And I really, really liked that project. I was having so much fun with it and I got a little bummed out because of it. Um, I, I like a lot of detail and he likes simplistic, minimalist kind of look. We were able to meet in the middle and do a couple um, illustration details, but we took a majority of it out. And that doesn't mean what I did was bad or ugly or wrong. It just means that it wasn't the right solution to this problem, and that's okay. You know, I've been working as a designer for five years now, and just now have I figured out how to like my work and all these tips and tricks to be a better designer. And I really hope that you guys can take away just even one aspect of this. And, you know, I really feel for you if you're not liking your work right now or you don't think you're good enough to be a graphic designer. Like, my heart definitely goes out to you guys. And I want you to know that you can message me if you need any help. Um, I hope that you apply these tips to your life. And honestly, even if you do like your work, you know, there's always room for improvement. And hopefully this can teach you something as well. Um, thank you guys for listening. You can DM me on Instagram at Wolf and Pine Creative or Claire Marie underscore T. Um, Wolf and Pine Creative also has a website. You can also reach me through that as well. And I hope you guys like this episode and I'll talk to you guys next time.